From Blackfoot to Teton, we've got your District 6 breakdown right here on the East Idaho PrepCast with Lance Taylor. That's right. Another edition of the East Idaho PrepCast coming at you here on IdahoSports.com, breaking down everything in Districts 5 and 6 in the state of Idaho. Brandon Bainey is always joined by Lance Taylor. Lance, uh, we took a couple weeks off for spring break. You, you feeling good? You feeling recharged? <laughs> Uh, you know, I've got some recharge. I did get my voice back. Finally spent, uh, spent last week over at, uh, at least, uh, Wednesday through Sunday over at the, um, the national hill climb snowmobile hill climb championships over in Jackson. That was a lot of fun and, and, uh, got to watch that. And, and we were one of the sponsors for it at pure adrenaline and, uh, actually I shouldn't say sponsors. We were one of the, one of the vendors in the show, but had a lot of fun. That's right. Uh, Pure Adrenaline Motorsports, the sponsor for the East Idaho PrepCast on IdahoSports.com. You can get hats, you can get sunglasses, you can get all sorts of riding gear as well. You know, you've got to be the only guy, Lance, that would spend part of his spring break in, in a winter climate. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, it was interesting because it, it was almost 60 degrees. In fact, it was mid-60s for part of it, but there's still quite a bit of snow on the mountain, you know, and and um, we're okay for that. My kids haven't been off for spring break yet. Uh, uh, my kids don't, they're not off till two weeks from now, but, but the rest of this week I'll be in Wyoming on business. So it'll be kind of cold weather. And, and then the following week after that, I'll be in Phoenix on business. So Man. I'll catch some warm in that. I'll catch some warm. Yeah. You're, you're going from one extreme to the other. I've got uh, my, my cousin lives in Arizona and my aunt and uncle live down there too. And they said it was uh I think it was pushing uh, 85, 90 the other day. So, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no doubt. All right. Well, as we get into spring sports season here on the East Idaho PrepCast, there, there's so much going on. There is golf, tennis, track and field, baseball, softball, plus football, basketball. That type of news also refuses to stay out of the spotlight. I just saw on social media yesterday – that the Rigby high school football team got enough money uh, raised to put in artificial turf at their yeah. field. And they, they wanted to reach out to fans and ask, you know, do you want a traditional green turf or do you want the, the gray turf to represent Rigby? So that'll be interesting to see what they ultimately I would want. love to see the gray turf. I would love to see the gray turf, maybe with like maroon lines, you know, of course your lines got to be a little lighter, you know, but, but, uh, uh, or like a maroon field with like light gray lines. Yeah. That would actually look really cool. Yeah. You, you gotta be careful with the, with the, the red colors because like Eastern Washington, right. They have the red turf at their university, but then on TV, it looks almost pink sometimes. It, 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 it does. And there's no question, you know, you watch the Smurf turf on TV when you're watching a Boise state game and it, and it's same at Eastern Washington where it takes you a good quarter of the game, maybe yeah. have to get your eyes adjusted to that. But no, I think maybe a, like a, a, a gray uh, turf, maybe kind of like the size of the hoodie or the color of the hoodie that I'm wearing right now, maybe even a little lighter and then have some, uh, you know, white lines on it, you know, things like that that'll, also, the line step out good. It, it, it would be uh, it'd be kind of fun. Yeah. So that's going on. In addition to all of the spring sports stuff, needless to say, it is a very busy time of year. So what we're going to do each week is just kind of cherry pick a couple of topics and cover kind of the big stories that we thought 
happened in East Idaho over the past week. And if you, if there is a story or an athlete or a team that you feel like isn't getting enough love, send me an email, Brandon at IdahoSports.com. And uh, we would love to uh, share the limelight with all of the great stuff that's going on. It's just really hard for the two of us to get to everything because there is so much going on. So I thought we would start with track and field this week, Lance, because for most teams, They've either done a a small quadrangular, triangular, and then there's been a couple of big meets, but for the most part, really one or maybe two competitions. But already, East Idaho is very well represented on the statewide leaderboard and then at their individual classification levels as well. So I thought we could run through some of the early track and field standouts because there's already been some very impressive times put up for, you know, March. So. Uh, Lance, are you a big track and field guy? I know your son runs cross country. Does he run track and field also? Uh, he runs track and field. Uh, of course, track and field paid my way through college. It was part of how I got my way paid through college. And, and uh, um, I've coached track and field now for 26 years. So, so right in the middle of coaching as well. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's a great sport. And you were a high jumper, right, Lance? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I figured we'd start on the boys side and go through the, these are statewide leaders, five a all the way down to one a doesn't matter what area you're in. These are the state best times and marks. And on the boys side from East Idaho, right away, uh, representing Highland, the Highland Rams, Jacob Van Orden already has the state best time in the 800 meter run Lance, a time of a minute, 56.29 seconds. Uh, At this point in the season, I think anything sub two is pretty darn good. It is pretty darn good, especially when you consider there's going to be a number of those people that are, uh, you know, 202 to 205, uh, you know, up around there. We will see some of the better girls down around, you know, the 212 mark. Usually 212, 215 ish, you know, some of those. But but getting under two minutes is very good this early in the season, particularly because the, the days are a little bit colder. You know, it, it it tends to be the best days kind of tend to be that <clears throat> kind of mid to late April time because those are the days where it's not too hot, not too cold, you know. And uh but you know, yeah, sub two minutes, very, very good eight hundred run. And and Van Van Orden's a fantastic runner. Yeah, and that came at the uh, Highland Quad Meet to open up the season. Bonneville, Hillcrest, Idaho Falls, and Preston were all there with Highland. So I guess that's not really a quad. That's more like a quint, but they uh, they call it a quad. So uh, Jacob Van Orden, the best 800 time in the state so far. Uh, another distance runner, and this won't surprise anybody, but uh, Danny Simmons from Salmon uh, out of the gates already. The best two-mile time, the 3,200-meter run. Uh, at the salmon icebreaker meet last week, he ran a nine sixteen point two three in the in the two mile. That's a pretty good opening time. Yeah, it is. And don't forget that kid's just a sophomore as well. I uh, had a, had a brother that ran last year. Uh, is on an OLS mission now. But I, I I see Simmons several times a year. He comes down to Sugar. He's good friends with my cousin. Stays at their house. Uh, they run together. Uh, my cousin's another, uh, you know, one of those top runners in the state as well. And uh, not, I shouldn't say my cousin, my nephew. <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, yeah, but Simmons, he's he's going to set some state marks, some true, uh, some significant marks. that will be very tough to beat before his high school years are over. You can't miss him when when you watch him run, because first of all, that that orange color that Salmon uh, yeah. uses stands out. But then he's got just blonde, just a blonde mop of hair. Yeah, too. He, he, does. He, he does. 
you can't miss him when he's out running and, and it's uh, going to be really exciting to watch him as the season goes along. Uh, also from East Idaho, uh, we've got a relay team already coming out with the best time. Uh, this is the sprint medley, uh, the 800 uh, medley. Sugar Salem has the best time here, Lance. Uh, they also set that at the salmon icebreaker last week. Yeah. Three minutes, 52.59 seconds. Now, Lance, I'll admit, I'm from Montana originally. We we don't have this event in Montana for high yeah. school track. So can you explain to me, and I'm sure our audience knows already, but can you explain to me how this uh, sprint medley goes? Yeah, well, for the girls, it's 100, 100, 200, 400. That's the way it goes. For the guys, it's 100, 200, 400, 800. Okay. That's, pardon me, 200, 200, 200, 400, 800. Um, and, and so, um, yeah, you know, sugar, sugar's up there on the team. You will see sugar up there at the top of a couple of those, their teams will be tough to beat at state this year. Uh, they've been perennial state champions, boys and girls. They'll be tough to beat at state. However, you probably won't see a lot of individual state champions come out of sugar this year. Uh, but, but team, uh, they're going to be a very, very difficult team to beat in the state championships, but, but, uh, the medley relay, then once you get up to four, a five, a, they run, it's an 800 relay. So it's each, uh, each uh, group runs an 800 or each individual runs an 800. So the medley is ran 3A and below uh, the sprint medley. And then the 800 is ran, uh, or the 4 by 8 I guess you'd call it, is ran at 4A, 5A. Gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. And uh, yeah, so Montana, it's a little bit different for track and field. For example, in Montana, we have the javelin. You could throw the yeah. javelin in high school, which uh, is not the case here. Yeah, um, you can't. And I mean, and it changes from state to state. For example, uh, you know, here in here in Idaho, we do the triple jump. You drop down to Utah, they don't do the triple jump, uh, but they yeah. do. They <laughs> they do have the you know the javelin. But you know, we, we get some guys like Jackson Bear who set a national record last year. You know, in in uh, uh, in, in the decathlon, you know, coming out of Kimberly high school, probably the best. Well, I don't, I don't think probably he's without a doubt, the best track athlete to come out of Idaho this year, headed to uh, Arkansas uh, after an LDS mission on a full ride, uh, you know, decathlon scholarship. However, uh, to, to, you know, obviously one of the decathlon events is the javelin. We don't have that here in, in Idaho. So when he goes down and he does meets like in Utah, places like that, he has to get permission from the Idaho High School Activities Association in order to do that event. You have to have permission. You can't just go and do it. Very interesting. Okay. That's, that's good to know, Lance. Um, yeah. I, I wanted to single out the members of that Sugar Salem uh, Sprint Medley Relay Team. Uh, Jarek Rammel, Cooper Butikofer, Cash Harris, Porter Holt. Those are all uh, names you'll recognize from other sports, of course. And and while we're on the subject, let's talk about it because in 3A, it seems like the past several years on the boys' side, it's been Sugar Salem and it's been Kimberly yeah. fighting for team supremacy. And Sugar has had the numbers uh, the past couple of years, yeah. but boy, Kimberly with Jackson Bear and his younger brother, Gatlin Bear, those two alone lead, I want to say like seven or eight individual yeah. events in the 3a ranks so far. yeah in fact they'll they'll uh, in all realistics take it home take home between the two of them at least six state individual state championships they're they they might not be quite as high this year as a team uh like i say sugar's gonna be really tough to beat as a team but for individual state championships uh jackson uh, jackson should go home with four uh of his own and and uh gatlin uh, I think for sure two, possibly three or four of uh, individual ones as well. Yeah. Gatlin right now has the best one and 200 time in the state of Idaho. 
Uh, Jackson doesn't have any state best times, but like I said, oh, he does in the 400. And then, like I said, in the 3A ranks, Jackson also leads, you know, like three or four other uh, yeah. events also. So, yeah, high jump, you know, is always really good. Any of those decathlon events, he's going to do very good in as well. He's a returning state champion from the high jump, uh, individual high jump event as well. Of course, there's no decathlon in high school as far as at the local level. Uh, but because he does the decathlon on a national scale, uh, you know, I, and you can max out at four events, uh, for the, for, you know, for the high schools, for the non-decathlon stuff, but it's those decathlon events that he does really well in. Definitely. Let's move over to the field on the boys side. And, you know, uh, about 10 days ago, a kid from Mountain View, Jackson Beck set a new school yeah. record in the shot put. He threw it, you know, 52 feet. And I was like, oh man, that's gotta be the best throw in the state. No. Tui Edwin, the great junior from Skyline at the Pokey yeah. Fry Meet to start 53 feet, six inches. The gauntlet has been laid down by Tui Edwin in the shot put. Yeah, yeah. Edwin's going to be tough to beat. Uh, I've, I've felt that he did that. That's his to lose this year, you know. But the thing is, and this is what you find with track and field, you end up with a lot of athletes that come in and track to uh, track and field that have. <clears throat> maybe never tried it before, didn't know what they'd be good about. And all of a sudden these kids start finding out something about themselves during track and field that they didn't know. They usually know who they are in football. They usually know who they are in basketball, you know, things like this, but they, they find stuff out about themselves in track and field because it makes them better at everything they do. It'll make you a better football player. It'll make you a better basketball player. It'll make you a better volleyball player. It'll make you a better soccer player. That's what track and field does. And you find these guys that sometimes out of nowhere, I mean, Budakofer is one of them that you were mentioning before in that, that medley relay has traditionally been a baseball player, uh, you know, has now found him, himself as a, as a fantastic athlete in the track side. And there will be some names, trust me, Brandon, there'll be names that we talk about after the state championships that weren't even really on our radar much <laughs> during the regular season. That's just the way track and field goes. Yeah. And that's always fun to identify, you know, who emerges from the middle of the pack to deliver a championship performance. Yeah. All of these individuals we're talking about, Lance, not only are these the best marks or times in the state, but they're all PRs as well, which is a personal record, yeah. which yeah. is always awesome to see as well. So um, also in the field events uh, and our last one from East Idaho on the boys side is Kaysen Smith from Madison. You're a high jump guy here at, at a meet in Jerome. He already cleared six feet, six inches, which is yeah. incredible for, you know, when it's this cold. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Very, very, very good jump this early in the season. Uh, and you, you, you know, I think with a lot of the, a lot of the kids as they come through, you know, the key is sometimes we'll see like really good, uh, uh, you know, results early on in the season. And maybe if a, you know, if a coach or, a group of coaches don't really know how to taper an athlete or, or stuff like that. Sometimes they'll be on their downslide during the state, you know, but sometimes you'll see these kids get some good marks early in the season. Uh, a lot of coaches, if the marks are this good earlier in the season, sometimes coach will, you know, they might beat the athletes up a little bit, make their training a little bit harder and stuff like that. Kind of maybe get those down a little bit so they can bring them up. You usually hold a peak phase physically for about 21 days, 21, 22 days for about three, three weeks there. Uh, and you want kids peaking at the right time. You definitely don't want kids to peak too early. Uh, otherwise, it can cost them. You know, it's, uh, there's there's numerous times you'll see kids with fantastic results early in the season, and then come state time, uh, maybe uh, struggle in those. You know, but a lot of coaches out there kind of know now how to peak their kids at the right time. Something to mention about about um, 
the Idaho track and field as well. And this, uh, I don't know how it is in Montana. In Utah, it's a little different, but a state record can only be set at a state meet uh, in the state of Idaho. Like down in Utah, for example, they have numerous qualifying meets throughout the season. State records can be set during those meets. Um, and, uh, you know, so it doesn't have to necessarily be set at a a state, uh, finals, but in Idaho, it does. So just something to keep in mind. Yeah. That's how it is in Montana as well. Uh, which I don't know. I've always struggled with that because on the one hand, boy, that that's a very narrow window to get it right. Um, but at the same time, you're just not able to verify, you know, if there's a meet at Malad. Yeah compared to like the state meet where it's regulated by the IHSA. It's, yeah, it's just, yeah. Is it kids I, that are running the pit? Is it? Yeah. Right. There's, there's no question that there's some challenges like that. And that's why, for example, then in Utah, they can't just set at any meet. Uh, it has to be a qualifying meet because they will have officials at those particular meets. You know, they're usually bigger invitationals, things like that. The one thing you hate to see though, is, you know, uh, you know, so let, let, let's just say for argument's sake that a state record was seven, two in the high jump or something, you know, kid boom pops a seven three seven four and then they get to state and it's really windy it's cold it's wet (laughs) you know just not conducive to something like that you know but yet he's had a jump that has exceeded whatever anybody's ever done you know before you might have stuff like that uh and so there's always some give and take in it but it is it is hard because you have a number of meets and you have a number of smaller meets where maybe they've gathered people from the community to come and help out you know with different events and stuff like that and so you would have to make it if you had qualifying ones during the season uh because again qualification is different in the state of idaho as well meaning you have to qualify out of your district uh track and field meet you can't uh, have the best 100 time during the regular season and all of a sudden take fourth or fifth or sixth and get an automatic bid into state uh you know from from your district uh so you do have to qualify in your district um I, I think that's something that maybe Idaho might be looking at is uh, is possibly down the road some qualifying meets too because you know sometimes kids hit thing at things at different times but again you want those kids that are peaking at that right time too you know if you get a kid that peaks early and qualifies but isn't doing very good at the end of the season how do you justify that kid being in as well so there there are some give and takes yeah in Montana when I was in high school it was the same way as Idaho you had to uh, win at your district or divisionals really yeah. and then uh, as I got out of high school they adopted some some qualifying standards and if you hit that mark during the season you automatically uh, yeah. got to go in so yeah uh, it'll be interesting to see how they balance that for sure so um so again, on the boys' side, uh, Jacob Van Orden of Highland in the 800, Danny Simmons of Salmon in, in the 3200, that Sugar Salem sprint medley uh, relay team, uh, Tui Edwin of Skyline in the shot put, and Kaysen Smith of Madison in the high jump, all state best marks or yeah. times right now. And on the girls' side, right away, uh, she really burst onto the scene last year as a freshman, but Matea Mangum from Pocatello uh, showed as a freshman last year that she was one of the best sprinters in the state and already a 1224 in the 100 meter dash at at the Pokey tri meet uh, on March 17th. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. And I don't expect Matea to do anything except for just continue to get better throughout the, throughout the season as well. She's a, she's a special athlete to watch uh, uh, very fast. And, and, and you know what I would just tell people out there, if you have not been to a track and field meet, it's a riot. It's a lot of fun. Uh, go, go and support these kids. You know, we get used to seeing them in other uniforms, you know, and, and in other sports venues, but this is where it's at its rawest. This is where it's at its most raw 
right here, you know, track and field. There is no, you know, teammate to necessarily uh, give you an assist, you know, to go across the finish line. It's a, it's, you know, you run a hundred yard dash, it is you and it's all on you. And uh, anyway, Mangum is going to be very, very good as the season moves on. And I want to say very early on last year as a freshman at some of those bigger meets, uh, she was kind of competing in the JV or freshman division. Uh-huh. And they found, they found out pretty quick that, uh, yeah, we, we need to bump her up to the varsity and yeah. have her compete. That's right. And that's one of the things that I was talking about earlier, too, you know, that sometimes kids get in there. You don't know what you can do. And all of a sudden you find yourself out and, and holy cow. Yeah, this is I'm, I'm pretty good at this. Pretty good. Uh, Mangum is also part of the, uh, state best four by 100 meter relay time right now. Pocatello holds that 50.54 seconds. Uh, Haley Buffett, uh, Dita Masak and Keila Tatum, uh, or Kalia Tatum are also part of that four by one relay team. So Pocatello on the girls side in the sprints looks like they've got a little juice to them. Yeah, yeah, they do. And I expect Pocatello to not just do good as individuals this year. I expect them to do quite good as a team, too. When you have a handful of good sprinters, you know, that also uh, puts you in the running for state championships when it comes to, you know, the four by one, the four by two, the four by four, things like that. And so so those are things that uh, I, I think Pocatello is not on a number of people's radars. Pocatello is going to do very good this year in the 4A division. Yeah, they have uh, traditionally a very strong cross-country program as well, and that translates over to the track also. Well, um, we have a lot of bigger meets to see these kids against other people th- throughout the season as well. You know, you do have Tiger for Southeast Idaho. You have Tiger Grizzly coming up. You get to see a lot of these kids against other competition that's even bigger and that they'll face it, others that they'll face at state and so forth. So that's a, you know that's one we'll definitely keep an eye on as well. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I know uh, Rockland is hosting a meet at Idaho State University, actually, uh, sometime in April as well, which is kind of an exciting deal that, you know, they get to go to ISU and be on the college facility for that. That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, More individuals on the girls' side, uh, Liliana Ortiz, Lily Ortiz from Aberdeen, one of the best hurdlers in the state. She's got the best 100-meter hurdle time right now, 16.24. I expect her to be the favorite uh, throughout the year in certainly the short hurdles, and uh, we'll see in the long hurdles race, but uh, what a a cool deal. Yeah, what what a cool deal for, for somebody from 2A Aberdeen to have the top uh, hurdles, short hurdles time. Yeah. And, and, and you know, what's, what's interesting with the hurdles is you have the hundred, 110 for the guys, hundred for the girls, and then, uh, both, and then for, for the distance hurdles, it's 300 hurdles for both the guys and the girls. Those don't always cross over either. It's, it, it, it's interesting, you know, like in the sprints, you get a lot of, of hundred meter runners that are 200 meter runners, but you don't necessarily have a lot that turn into 400 meter runners, you know? And so oftentimes your 300 meter hurdlers is more of your 400 crowd, sometimes even your 800 crowd of, of kids that end up doing those. So it's, it's, uh, it's interesting the crossover on that, you know, you know, sometimes kids do do both on that, but uh, uh, very competitive, both of those, the 100s uh, uh, for the girls, 110s for the boys. And then of course the 300 for both the boys and girls. Yeah, uh, and and Lily does run the three hundred as well. Yep. Yep. She's got she's got a time that's uh, pretty solid right now. So yeah, yeah, and she's one of those unique runners that actually does both of those. Uh, but it just it's just one of those that's interesting enough that they don't necessarily cross over, you know, as much as what people as like the hundred and two hundred would, you know, <laughs> things like that. 
Right, for sure. Um, and then we've got a couple of relay teams as well. Uh, just like on the boys' side, that sprint medley, Sugar Salem's got the best time. They set it at the Salmon Icebreaker, 1 minute 51.99 seconds. So as close to 152 as you can get. Uh, Isabel Tuttle, Addison Christensen, uh, Ethne Hamblin, and Riley Klingler. Uh, pretty awesome. Yeah, they are. And some of those are underclassmen. They will re- uh, some of those will return next year as well. That's going to be a very good bunch uh, as well. And then, uh, Malad, the four by 800, uh, meter relay. Malad has the best time in the state right now. Uh, 11 minutes, 2.6 seconds. They set that at a very early season meet, a tribe meet with mountain crest high school, uh, and, and bear river high school from Utah and Malad. They all competed together. So, yeah. And that's a, that's a great time for them. Now, one thing, one caveat to think about with that is that is not an offered event at the state championships. Uh, that's only 485A at the state championships, uh, uh, the four by 800, but because they were going against bigger schools down in Utah who do have that as part of their, uh, as part of their state championship, uh, you know, group of events, uh, the lab was able to do that and did a very good job, you know, especially considering that we've already had four A and five A schools up here that have run that too. Yeah. Okay. That, that is a good distinction to keep in mind for sure. And again, Early on in track, it, it's kind of like every other spring sport, Lance, where the teams in East Idaho got to go other places, right? They're going yeah. over to to the Boise area or they're going down to Utah to get that competition in. But we will, as we turn to April, start to get some of those big signature events like you talked yeah. about, Tiger Grizz. Highland always has a big meet they host. And so um, I'm really excited to see some track and field in East Idaho. It's going to be a lot yeah. of fun. It's going to be fun. Yep. All right. Well, that was our track and field discussion. We'll have plenty to talk about on next week's edition of the East Idaho Prepcast. I mean, baseball and softball and ten- we got to talk about Madison tennis at some point because oh. man, the, the Bobcats are rolling right now in tennis. Maybe we'll talk about your facility. I mean, it's, it's nice. Yeah, they're uh, they definitely got it going on. There's no doubt about that. So uh, thank you for tuning in to the East Idaho Prepcast on IdahoSports.com brought to you by Pure Adrenaline Motorsports, your source for pulse pounding adrenaline sports apparel and accessories that ensure you have what you need to unleash your inner beast. For Lance Taylor, I'm Brandon Bainey. We'll see you next time on IdahoSports.com.